0: Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's News podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SD Nation family of podcasts. Please remember to subscribe to A Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. Please check out my show. Check out the Chris and Nick show as well. Chris Villato, Nick, Chris Flum, and Nick Villato. Both do uh, exceptional work on, on their podcasts and in their writing at Big Blue View, So so please show them some love as well. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe there as well. All right, Giants fans, lots to get to here on the Friday before the Giants. Week three Monday night football game against the Dallas Cowboys. Big wait out night expected at uh, at MetLife Stadium as your New York Giants try to go to uh, to a surprising three and on the young 2022 NFL season. Few uh, few news items to uh, to talk about, and then we'll get into our uh, into making a prediction for for Monday Night Football. First, we have to talk a little bit about the Kenny Galladay situation. Listen, you know, Galladay, of course, played only two snaps Sunday against, uh, against Carolina. Coach Brian Dable has said that repeatedly that wide receiver is a competitive situation, that the Giants simply chose to go with David Sills against Carolina. The Giants fans know by now that, that on Wednesday, Galladay expressed his disappointment, his disagreement with, uh, with that decision, said that uh, I should be playing. That's a fact. And, uh, obviously you expect Galladay, a guy who has had success in the league, a guy who makes a lot of money, a guy who's a proud pro, you would expect him to be unhappy. You wouldn't want him to say, Oh, that's fine with me. I'll just collect my paycheck and go home. That's, that's not what you want, you know, from a, a professional athlete, you want him to be competitive. You want him to, uh, to want to be on the field, to try to help this team, to try to to earn his money and try to try to help the Giants move forward here throughout the 2022 NFL season. I don't know what's going to happen with the Galladay situation. He carries a $21 million cap hit, 21 million in change. The Giants are not going to be able to cut him. Let's let's put it another way. They could cut him, but if they do cut him that cap hit rises to more than $25 million dollars. Fact of the matter is the Giants only have a little bit more than $5 million in cap space right now. They can't use another $4 million of that simply to cut Kenny Galladay. Just can't do it. That would leave them with about a $1 million to operate with and lots of problems in terms of figuring out how to get through the rest of the season. So cutting Galladay is not an option. I think that uh, that if the Giants were going to be able to trade him easily or at all they probably would have done so by now but Galladay has uh you know he has another year two years left on his four-year 72 million dollar contract carries a 13 million dollar base salary this year considering the way that he's playing and the way that he played a year ago I I don't know how many teams are going to want to take that kind of money on I mean so perhaps it's possible. For the Giants to to somehow restructure for a, an acquiring team, maybe to restructure Galladay's deal, but the finances of Galladay's situation make it very very difficult for the Giants to trade him. Otherwise, I think I think they probably would have done so already if uh, if they could find a suitor willing to take that money on, and if if the finances weren't so complicated. Perhaps that that would have happened already, but uh, Galladay and the Giants appear stuck with each other for the time being, so they'll try to make the best of it. One thing I will say about Kenny Galladay is that Galladay has been a pro. He's been accommodating. He's been a stand-up guy ever since he came to the Giants more than a season ago. He's a straight shooter when he talks to the media. He tells you the truth, he tells you what he thinks and uh, and that's what he did on Wednesday, you know, when, when he expressed that that he was unhappy about his playing time. He didn't do that in in an aggressive manner. He simply answered the question with the truthful answer and uh, and credit to him, you know, f- for doing that. Uh, there is no issue as far as I can see. You know, from seeing him around the locker room and, and, and seeing him on the practice field, there is no issue with Galladay in terms of attitude, in terms of work ethic. It's just been a production thing. It just hasn't happened for Galladay with the Giants to this point in time. There was the whole controversy about his empty locker on Sunday after the game, and I've said this in other places, the reality of it is players – have about a 20-minute window before media begins to filter into the locker room they have about a 20-minute window post game to get a quick shower and leave and and many of them do so it's not a big deal that Galladay was gone he wasn't really a factor in the game so the only real reason to hang around is it is if you're talking to media or you know, if you're just shooting the breeze with teammates and hanging out for a little while before you go home, but that's not a big deal, and neither was the empty locker. fact of the matter is these lockers at MetLife Stadium get used only on game days. The only things in there are what players need for the games and their clothes to change into, you know, on their way home, and once a player leaves, if there's anything left in the locker, team, uh, you know, the, the, the guys, the equipment guys come through and clean the lockers out anyway. So all the lockers are empty. You know, once a player leaves after a game, it's the lockers at the Quest Diagnostics Training Center where players keep things that they might want, you know, on a day-to-day basis. They keep some of their belongings, whatever they, you know, whatever they want in their lockers. That's the place where players keep things, not in MetLife Stadium for game days. They keep They keep their possessions. They keep things that they want on a day-to-day basis in their lockers at the practice facility. So we'll see how the whole Galladay situation works out, but it's not cut and dry. It's not easy for the giants to move on from Galladay. Hopefully before uh, it it seems pretty obvious that at some point in time, the giants and Galladay will be parting ways. I look at that most likely as, as coming at the end of this season, once the uh, the Giants are able to uh, to move on from him without such a a massive cap issue uh, as they would face if they tried to do that right now, but hopefully in the meantime the two sides will uh, will find a way to work together and the Giants will get some production out of uh, out of Galladay. They certainly could use it uh, as they uh, as they try to move forward through uh, through the twenty twenty two season. All right, Giants fans. Second topic to talk about is injuries. Obviously, edge defenders Kayvon Thibodeau and Azizo Gelari didn't play in the first two games. Looks like both of those guys are trending toward playing. They've been ramping up in practice, doing a little bit more work. Both guys around the locker room this week seem to uh, seem to feel good about their chances to play Monday night against the, the Dallas Cowboys and, and the Giants, of course, can, uh, can use the help. They can use the depth. Jihad Ward and O'Shane Zimenez have played well so far in uh, in place of Thibodeau and Ojolari, but there's a reason why the Giants drafted those guys as high as they did. There's a reason why they're considered the starters, and there's a reason why people are excited to see them on the field. So hopefully we will see that on Monday. We're probably not going to see wide receiver Wandale Robinson, who's likely to miss another game with, with a knee injury. We probably won't see Aaron Robinson, who's coming back from, from appendicitis we're probably not going to see Leonard Williams who's got a sprained MCL and is likely to miss a game for the first time in his 8-year uh, NFL career which uh, seems pretty amazing considering how often guys miss games it it just uh, speaks volumes about about Williams that he hasn't had to miss a game in in uh, in seven-plus seasons in the league, but it looks like that streak's going to come to an end on Monday night. But the good news is it does look like Thibodeau and Ojolari, exciting young edge defenders for the Giants, will be on the field as the Giants try to get to 3-0 and on Monday against the Dallas Cowboys. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, SB Nation every week does what they call... SB Nation reacts polling and the the primary question each week is do you have confidence in the direction of your team of your organization of your franchise however you want to phrase that and it's been interesting so far I keep thinking that uh, confidence of Giants fans is going to top out it was at 92 percent I think entering the season and then after week one, it rose to 96% of fans, you know, voting in our poll, showing confidence in the, in the, uh, direction of the team. And now that the giants are two and O heading into week three against Dallas, that confidence has risen to 97% of fans voting in our poll saying that they're confident in the direction of the franchise. To me, that's, that's an astounding number, uh, Obviously, it's going to change. It's going to drop when the Giants lose some games, but it speaks volumes about fans' belief that uh, that GM Joe Shane and head coach Brian Dable have the Giants franchise pointed in the right direction. They're not a finished product. 2022 is not going to end with the Giants hoisting a Lombardi trophy, and and having a parade down the Canyon of Heroes in, in New York City, that's just not going to happen. But, you know, long term, you have to like the direction of the franchise. You have to like the way things feel right now. We've been fooled before. We were fooled by Joe Judge. We were fooled by Ben McAdoo's first year as head coach. We were fooled, I think, by Pat Shermer's Giants going 4-4 four and four during the uh, the second half of his first year as head coach. So we've been fooled before, but the, uh, but this does feel different. This does feel like Joe Shane and Brian Dable have this thing pointed in the right direction. And, could get this giants franchise out of the malaise that it's been in for most of the last decade so giants fans obviously showing a lot of confidence right now in the direction of the franchise and the other question we asked this week was whether or not people approved of the performance of daniel jones giants quarterback who's always a lightning rod always a guy who draws mixed reaction from from Giants fans and interestingly 68 percent of those who voted in the SB Nation reacts poll said that they approved of the way that Jones has played and you can you can look at Jones two ways you can look at the fact that that the Giants have won two games that he's made big throws at the end of games that he's made good decisions that he's led two game winning drives you can look at all of those positives you can also look at the negatives that that the giants are near the bottom of the league in big plays in the passing game, that they're second last in the league in terms of yardage, that they're not asking him to do a lot. There's people who think that Jones has turned down opportunities to, to try to throw the ball down the field, whether that's true or not, you know, Mike Kafka, Brian Dable giants players would disagree with that and did disagree with that. When I asked them about it during the week, so You can look at Jones a lot of different ways. I just found it interesting that at this point in time, roughly two thirds of Giants fans are happy with the way that the fourth year quarterback is playing the position. All right, let's get into our week three pick for Giants versus Cowboys. This section of the show, sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, check out DraftKings for all of your wagering needs. You can find uh, game bets, prop bets, parlays, just about anything you want, you can find at DraftKings. So uh, if you've got a few dollars you want to spend and to try to turn into into a few more dollars, uh, do that over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Please remember, though, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details on that all right my uh giants fans are going to hate me this week but uh but i'm actually picking the uh, the dallas cowboys to win this game i think the uh the last time i looked i'm not sure if the line is a one and a half or two points at this point in time with the giants being favored but i'm picking the cowboys to win this game i would love to be wrong to be honest with you but and it's entirely possible that the Giants will win this game. I mean, I do not see the the one and one Cowboys as any sort of a juggernaut. I mean, they they are coming in with with backup quarterback Cooper Rush. They did, you know, Dallas did beat the Cincinnati Bengals a week ago with Cooper Rush playing quarterback and the Bengals of course were the AFC representatives in the Super Bowl a few months back. So, so they're obviously a very good team. Um uh, so but i look at the giants and i think they're 2 and 0 they have the bears coming in in week 4 and and i know people are thinking oh the giants could start 4 and 0 and and i just look at it and i think they played well in week 1 but they were fortunate to win because of the missed field goal at the end of the game they played really well they played really well in week 2 but again, you know, won a close game against a struggling franchise. So they've got two wins by four points, could easily be 0-2. You have to be happy that they won both of those games, That that they found ways to win. We've seen so many creative, crazy losses for the Giants over the past few years. It's been nice to watch them make the plays needed to win games at the end. Here uh, over the first couple of weeks, I just, I, I just can't pick the Giants in this spot. It's a big NFC East game. I just feel like some of those bounces might not go the Giants' way here on Monday night, and I feel like the the Cowboys, unfortunately, are are going to uh, to sneak out of of MetLife Stadium with a with a pretty closely fought, hard fought victory on Monday and uh, and as i said i i hope i'm wrong about that to be honest with you uh, our big blue view staff we do our picks every week we in addition to myself we have six other contributors who who make picks and uh we're pretty much split this week we have uh, we have four predictions for the cowboys to win the game we have three predictions for the giants to win the game this one could be uh this one could be a close game i think that uh, it's going to be a lot of fun at the beginning of the game in metlife stadium giants are, are calling this a, a whiteout game they're going to be wearing their white color rush uniforms uh the the atmosphere in metlife w- was a lot of fun during the week 2 victory over the carolina panthers players noticed it coaches noticed it everybody talked about it they said they were talking about it on the sidelines one of the things about Giants-Cowboys games in recent years at MetLife Stadium is that as the Giants have struggled, we've seen a lot of games where there were more Cowboys fans in the stadium than Giants, where it felt and sounded like a Dallas Cowboy home game. I don't think that's going to be the case on Monday night. I think it's going to be a very loud, very raucous overwhelmingly giants crowd should be a whole lot of fun let's see if uh let's see how much the uh the giants can give them to cheer about let's see if they can make me wrong let's see if they can get to uh to 3 and 0 on monday night uh before we go giants fans also a reminder that uh dave halpern of blogging the boys sb nation's dallas cowboys site and i have uh have swapped our weekly five questions. Check out my answers to Dave, Dave's questions over at bloggingtheboys.com and, and check out Dave's answers to, to my five questions uh, at bigblueview.com. All right, Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Always appreciate your support. Hope you, uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Please uh, stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon.